What's going on, Jim Jam here? Well, you have uh, Carol, Erica, Jason uh, here on New Haunt Order. We're here to talk about um, the last few haunts that we uh, seen before haunt season was over. And overall, as I'm saying, uh, COVID haunt season, how it was. How are y'all doing, though? Doing good. Doing great. Yeah, can't complain. Just uh, want to say shout out to Matt Scott, who's got a new little one at home. Congrats yes. to him and the family. And uh, hopefully uh, he can be back with us next time we get together. Yeah, he's definitely uh, going to be a busy man for a long time. So I'm trying to think. Uh, I got a crappy memory, but I think the last time we was on here, uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't know if I said this or not, but I did my first haunt. And uh, it was just a little trunk or treat haunt but man oh man just that little bit one took me two and a half days to recover from <laughs> how do how do y'all do it how do, uh, it gave me a new respect for haunters doing this for well Cheryl Erica y'all y'all do it for months and uh oh man I couldn't do it I'd have to have I'd have to take a whole month off of work just stay at home and sleep it's hard man it's hard work no, uh, yeah. we built that uh, uh, for that team that built that show in Orlando last year in four and a half weeks. We had four and a half weeks to build uh, three houses, uh, three plus bars. Um, it was insane. And uh, we had, well, I think, two weeks to take it down. Um, this was in a parking lot of a hotel. So, you know, we had to get in, get out, and throw a hurricane in the mix that was supposedly coming through so we had to <laughs> everything down that they had started before i even got there get ready for the hurricane so that was crazy we had a lot of people a lot of talented people and that really helped you know it up and, and take it down yeah <clears throat> oh man there was all kinds of uh just in this little one that we made which it turned out like i sent y'all the Someone uh, did a, a drone shot of the parking lot. There yeah. was a huge line to it. I walked out because we got done. We didn't even get done until like 4.30. So I still had to go get my brother, go get some more things, go get dressed. And it started at 6 o'clock. Oh, man, how about the pressure is on. So I get back at uh, 5.30 trying to get everything going. I had a tablet for one speaker. Had to use my phone for another speaker. <laughs> had a project. I had a projector to run the uh, zombie. Uh, uh, what's what's that video? The zombie video from. Uh, I can't remember the company's name, but uh, Atmosphere Effects. Yeah. <clears throat> the damn Bluetooth speaker kept dying on me for that. That <laughs> I couldn't get the tablet to connect. Oh man, I was struggling, and then my wife was. Uh, ever because there was nothing going on in town that night. It was the 30th. So everybody was coming here. By the time my wife got up here, she couldn't get in. And she was one of the actresses, and my two kids were. So uh, <clears throat> they get in. Uh, they finally get in, and she's beyond pissed. <laughs> so she gets dressed in her witch costume, and I get everybody situated. And we don't get started till 630. But I'm going out and I'm looking in the line. It's just all the way down the parking lot. And I'm just sitting, like, how in the hell are you going to pull this off? 
Felt good though, didn't it? Felt good. I had one actor in there, and I, I kept telling him because we had a door to go into the zombie scene, and I kept telling him, "Open the door for the people." I don't know why he had such a hard time pulling the door open. He was just there was about a gap between the wall and the barrel or the door and the barrel. He would just let them kind of crawl through that. And I'm like, I go over, open the door for them. You're saying actors didn't listen, Jimmy? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Oh, I guess that's nothing new. Now you know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm over here like, dude, just leave. I'll do it. (laughs) Glad I didn't do that, though, because my daughter ended up, she was in a scene where she was straddling a dummy that had Freddy Krueger's head. <clears throat> and uh, we made some uh, guts out of uh, cinnamon cinnamon rolls and strawberry jam. Nice. She was actually eating them. Oh. I'm like, I was like, all you have to do is just smear it on your face and maybe act like you're eating it. Don't eat it. She, not even an hour in, she's over like my stomach hurts. Oh my god. I'm like, no, no. I say like, you're going to the because she acts in a, a local haunt here called Devil's Falls, and she does it from four o'clock in the afternoon till midnight, and she can handle that. And I was getting pissed. I was like, "You can handle that, but you can't stay in here for three hours, <laughs> just sitting down, like acting like you're eating a zombie." Well, I ate the cinnamon rolls, and I, sh- <laughs> I finally let her go, and I sat down. Didn't have no makeup on or nothing, so I just sat down and just started smearing it on my face. <laughs> Just got in there with it and had to do it, but had well, the whole time I'm running a fog machine at the same time because it's got the long cord. So I'm sitting here and it didn't want to stay running. Once you ran it all out, it took like five minutes for it to come back on. Mm. So I guess it was an old one or something. And then we had a gap between the, the plastic and the ceiling. So all the fog was just going right out. It. <sighs> there you go, man. You got a little taste of it. Yeah, got a whole lot. But I was slinging that damn uh, cinnamon roll stuff at people. <laughs> Some girl come by and she held her hand out and I said, and she kept on doing it. So I just threw it in her hand. <laughs> said, well, hey, you know, it's funny me. that we're having this uh, conversation about uh, haunted houses and haunted house review. And I just got a tweet that my article I just wrote for zombies in my blog is actually just went live where I reviewed the haunts we went to this year. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Check that out. You were there. I was there. I was there for, for, I guess, all of them, right? Did you go to any? Oh, just the three. Well, send me the link, and I'll share it everywhere, too. Sure. Um, But, yeah, that was my first experience in truly getting a building a haunt. Oh, Lord. It was fun. (laughs) But anyways, uh, so um, before that, though, I got to go to some hunt. I don't know if did I t- did we talk about Screenville last time? Uh, I think we did. I think you uh, I think you did talk about it. I'm pretty sure. Um, maybe not. We though. I know we, it's hard to it's hard to remember if we talked about it off off of uh, the show here yeah. or, or in person. Well, okay, well, we'll talk about one that we all did go to is uh, Rigor Mortis. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that one. Mm-mm. Since uh, uh-huh. so. 
Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a really good show. Um, you know, for the size it was, being in the location it was, the way it's upstairs, downstairs, and a lot of those older buildings like that, um, shopping centers are cut up kind of weird because they used to be one thing, and then over time they've had to, like, subdivide it and rent it out different ways. I mean, National Nightmare used to be like that, going into all those different old spaces, so – I'm familiar with that. So that was kind of cool to see that. Um, to be in McMinnville and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was, I mean, it's not easy to get to. It's just a, you know, a highway between the two interstates, but it's simple to get to. Um, the location had a lot of restaurants and places around it. So, I mean, and, uh, we had, a, there was a few people there when we went, but like, I think the night next night, the night after that, it was, had a huge line. I think I saw on their uh, Facebook post. So I was really impressed. Second year shows usually aren't have that much coin. Have a lot of animations, a lot more animations than my second year show had. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see where it goes. And I guarantee it might outgrow that space one day. I think Jordan and the crew down there, I think they're probably going to uh, just get and bigger and keep feeding in and it'll probably be you know a lot bigger down the road i would i would i would say so anyway oh yeah um just i'm thinking mcminnville i used to live there it's just a a crappy uh town out in the middle of nowhere the nursery capital of the world is what it's called but uh, I talked to Jordan his first year, and he said that really that's the only location he could find closest to his home, because he looked at the place. Actually, the place where I did our the, my first hunt, um, it's an old uh, grocery store. He looked into that, but they wanted like millions of dollars, and uh, and they wouldn't lease it out or nothing. Yeah. So. So he couldn't get in there, but it's a perfect, it's a perfect location. Huge parking lot, oh, you know. But uh, he found that spot up there, and I was not expecting what I saw. I was thinking it was going to be crappy, whatever. I go in, and I'm blown away. The sets. This man has put a lot of money into this haunt, I can tell. There's no doubt. And I didn't expect it to be that long. I didn't. Re- I didn't even realize it was two stories until we got out. The only thing I, I gripe I had about it was the transition from the first to the second. We went out into a loading dock and had to stand there and wait. Yeah, but it, no, he probably couldn't do anything with that strictly no. because the other people that are around him still have to function their businesses and they still have to be able to have access. But on that, like, it can't really do much about it. I would assume. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he he commented on something because I let my daughter do a little review on it, and that's one of the things we said. And he commented, he said, you know, that's all we could have done with that, yeah, because the restrictions out there. So other than that, you know, um, he did a phenomenal job. I one could, thing I really liked about the show that I haven't seen yet in other haunted attractions was the uh, magic show in the middle of the hunt 
Now, I don't think that could work on like a super busy night when you've got high throughput. But for the night that we win and there was low attendance that night, having that uh, magic show right in the middle of it where he makes the girl disappear uh, as his icon character, that was really great. And, I, you know, I hadn't seen that before in a haunted attraction. I don't think, you know, it's, I don't think it will work on a busy night. Uh, my only gripe with it, I didn't really didn't mind the going outside and down behind. Could have been themed a little bit, but you know, I know we can't do much. My biggest uh, gripe with was it was the queue line area. There's just nothing going on out there. If you didn't know there was a haunted house there, if you didn't, you know, the only thing that was out there that was running was the searchlight that was by the ticket booth you really wouldn't know that there was anything there. And for a lot of haunts, just people driving by and seeing something that catches their eye and they're seeing the commotion, they're seeing stuff in the parking lot that attracts people over. It's like moths to a flame and people usually will come in for that. Not even knowing what it is, or maybe they just drive by and they go, Hmm, what's this over here? And then they remember it and they'll come back and having nothing out there. And he even had a queue line actor when we pulled up, who went back inside as soon as we were buying our tickets. So it's like there was no interaction outside. So that's the, my biggest gripe. Now he may not be able to do very much. We've mentioned that there's requirements by the uh, landowners that, you know, maybe he can't have things out there, but anything he can do to spice up that outside first impression that you get from it would be great. In my opinion. I, I think probably he's probably limited to what he can do, um, you know, and also may have some plans, you know, moving forward you know, next season, like, Hey, you know, space that's in front of our haunt, we're going to block it off, have fire lane access, but, you know, rope it off and do some stuff in the parking lot. Who knows what he's got cooking up in his brain, but um, definitely I, I wasn't, I don't know really what I was expecting. I was expecting uh, a good show coming from Jordan, a guy that, really been all about haunted houses and visiting haunted houses asked a lot of questions wanted to know i know he was buying up this and that different props and like he he gets it you know um it was really just i was really pleased with it i'm glad that we made the trip down there and the ticket price seemed to be uh, on point pretty much anything else um so i enjoyed it i uh, i put it on the top of uh the probably uh yeah i put it in the top one some of the top ones that i went to this season for sure oh yeah definitely on that yeah it's definitely one that as people i say uh, you don't want to sleep on because like i said it blew me away i'm thinking the queue line thing is because he he didn't have enough actors so he had to use all the actors because when i was there i noticed the girl that was at the beginning was in the haunt itself so maybe that's one of the things it is, which being in McMinnville, I can understand, you know, not a lot of people, maybe they did come and try to be the actor there and they didn't realize how hard it is to act. It is uh, pretty it's, tough. It's, it's very, it's very possible. I know Jordan himself was in costume when we went through. Um, what was he? Is, uh, he was in the, it was in the, he wasn't the guy that did the magic show, right, mm -hmm. Jason? He did the magic show, and he was also at the beginning when we first walked in downstairs. Right. right? I think he was uh, being one of the candle men yeah. uh, for the haunt. Okay. I think, I yeah. think, I think so. Um, I'm, so I mean, I'm pretty sure he did that as well yeah. in the night. I so, 
that's saying a lot. Uh, I mean, making it work, like jumping in, making sure your business is, is the best that it can be, you know, and just jumping in your show and making it happen. That says a lot about his character. Um, and sometimes you have to do those things. I remember one time at Monster Mountain, we had the Monster Midway and we had a zombie paintball, redneck zombie paintball shoot. And I had sent my zombie home and out comes walking this people and they're like, we got zombie paintball tickets. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Brinkley, I'm, I'm going to hop in here, man. I'm going to hop in the suit, dude, and get shot. And I just, I was getting pelted because I was just threw it on real fast, just trying to get it over with. And they were hitting me everywhere. I didn't have pads. <laughs> I was just like, oh, 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 like just taking it, you know, and I just didn't think it would ever stop. And then I remember just sitting there going, that was so dumb. I should have just gave them their money back. But I didn't want to have a good show. And you know, sometimes you got to do that. I say you had a bunch of little quarter bruises all over you, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too, too bad, but it was enough to show them, you know, it showed up on my skin. And there was a few that were worse, but I think the funniest part was Brinkley just laughing. Brinkley <laughs> knew what was happening. He was like, oh, man. So that was pretty good. Yeah. What happens when you send your people home too soon? You got to get that bullet. I did go to Beast House. I think it was the last one. We, and then we had to start getting ready for our haunt, so we didn't really have no time to do no more. But um, did y'all go to Beast House? We we did. It was me, Jason, and Matt. Um, I know one thing, you know, there, with this whole COVID thing, it's hard to get uh, anybody to want to act in it because, you know, the new requirements you have to do now, especially having to wear a mask. Um. I've been, I think I went last year and this year, uh, the only difference is the ending. Did y'all go last year? Did y'all happen to go last year? That is my first time going was this year. The, the ending, you know when you got to the end and it was the chain link fence? Yeah. That used to be completely fogged out. You couldn't see it all. You just had to feel your way through. But I, I'm thinking maybe... I don't know if they could have it because of all the fog in there or they just want to change it up or what. That was one of the biggest things that was me and my wife's favorite thing about that was that ending because you could not see where you were going and you just, but it was, uh, but other than that though, uh, the, from the beginning, you know, they, you got animatronics coming at you this way. You got an actor jumping out of a bow hole this way. Then you got someone grabbing your ankles from the bottom. I'm cussing the whole way through this haunt. Having a blast. Then we get kind of halfway through and it kind of seems like the act actors are getting very few and far between towards the end. But, but that first part, though, oh, Lord, they were getting it me hits everywhere. you fast, right? Oh, yeah, because, you know, when you got three different things going on at once, yeah, you're not expecting it to come from below, from this way, this way. Yeah, that's what I love. I don't mind getting grabbed either. They were grabbing my hoodie, yanking me. I, I'm all about that. I'm not the type to get upset about that. Or, you know, Some people can't handle that or don't want that. I'm all for it. I, I even asked Doug at Screenville, hey, ask your actors to touch me, <laughs> grab me, I bet whatever. they love that. 
Well, only a few did. I think, you know, everybody's worried. I, probably a dumb thing to say during this whole time. No one wants to be touching nobody else right now. It's probably probably not the smartest thing. But, but if, uh, you know, if you know somebody, it's a little bit different. Some people, though, that when you tell them that, oh, they go all out. I'm like, I want them to go all in, damn it. I'm fine with it. At the end of, I think I already said, but like at Screenville, dude jabbed me in the back of the leg with a chainsaw. Yeah. But anyways, I tell you, uh, I'm, I was talking to Doug a few days ago, and uh, I told him, man, just keep doing what you're doing, dude. I said, keep it at, at it, rocking. He said he had a great season. So shout out to Doug at Screenville out in Oxford Way because um, if he gets if he gets things the way he wants, man, he's he's probably going to be he's going to be somebody we're talking about in the future for sure. Oh yeah, he was telling me that uh, when we was there that, uh, that he's got in the barn he's got facades from uh, I think the woods. woods. Yeah. So uh, he's got a little piece of uh, the woods up there with him. Hey man. Yeah, That's dude, the awesome. Woods, the woods will live on. The woods are all over that state. <laughs> yeah, the woods are everywhere, and the woods will always uh, will always be alive, man. The woods will never die. I'm uh, proud to have a shirt from there. There you go, That's man. One thing I'm glad you know. I'm not, I'm gonna tell you this until I get it, damn it. One day, death yard shirt. <laughs> dude, I, I'm telling you, like you're gonna you're gonna get surprised one day when I show up with a death yard shirt and. Um, it's going to be hey, a one-off just for you, Jimmy. If it's a 2X, man, I'm going to lose weight just to fit wear it. <laughs> Beast House, get back to that. Uh, what did y'all think of it? I'll let Jason go ahead. Oh, uh, we may take up the entire remainder of this uh, podcast for this one. I absolutely hated it. I <laughs> Absolutely. The only thing I liked was the exact opposite of what I liked about Rigor Mort or Dent liked and didn't like about rigor mortis where rigor mortis i didn't like that there was nothing in the queue area beast house says it beat uh, their queue area was great that's where the fun in it's like once you get inside you know first of all i didn't know that they were a full contact which you know it's my fault but i think it's highly suspect to be doing that in the middle of a pandemic i'm sorry it, it's you're not doing any kind of social distancing it's really a black eye in my opinion on the haunt industry because you're, you're basically saying i don't give a damn about pandemics or anything else that's going on um but that's not the actor's fault i'm not blaming any actors for this this is just how it was managed and ran is entirely it did have signage though it did have signage put it did up. have signage didn't see it myself but it had some know. sanitation stations so i will say that they did have that yeah. outside um yeah, go ahead yeah. Um, let's see. I hated the fact that it was the same death metal rock soundtrack from beginning to end. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, whatever it was, was it some sort of heavy metal version of the Saw soundtrack? But it did not fit the scenes. I swear I saw the same uh, uh, static props seven times in seven different rooms that were all in the same row. And I'm like, didn't I just see this already? I couldn't tell anybody anything because I couldn't hear anything. And then they made 100% <laughs> sure that all my auditory and visual senses were completely negated the moment you went down the hallway with the clackers, like seven of these things all over the hallway. And let's just throw three or four strobe lights in there at the same time, you know, just to give them complete sensory deprivation. So by the time we got out, 
I get to the ramp to go outside. Now, I know it's been raining a little bit, but zone managers really need to take care of if you got a slippery spot, put somebody there to kind of help people or maybe, you know, put some gravel down, put something down so that people aren't sliding. I slid from the ramp coming out. I hit the mud. I'm like, great, I'm on the mud. Good. I took one step and I slid all the way down into the little uh, chicken pen coop area. It was not fun. I'm a big guy. Once I fall, there's no getting up. So, you know. <laughs> I feel you on that. <laughs> so, I was not a happy camper through that. And then the ending, what ending? It was like, yeah. I turned the corner, we're in the, we're in the uh, queue line area. It's not great. You know, and I've been hearing about this, you know, jump off the top of the building, you know, type thing. I'm like, man, that must be a big job. I look up there, it's like I could fall off the roof of my house. My house is one story. <laughs> yeah, we, I decided not to do that because it was raining. Um, I, I was thinking about doing that just to get the experience, but it was raining when we went. Yeah. And I didn't want to land know, on a I'm not trying to. I don't mean to beat up on a haunted attraction, especially one that opened up during this pandemic and everything. But there's so many things that I feel need to be changed there. And I mean, I the audio thing was just huge for me. I guess it's because I did all the audio stuff or, you know, I've done audio stuff for Monster Mountain, did audio stuff for Death Yard. I did audio for Nashville Nightmare. And you got the same blaring music throughout the entire hot. The best part of Beast House was when the uh, the actor Matronic came out and pinned Carol into the wall. That was the yeah. best part. Oh, and the second one was when he got the uh, toilet spit water on him. Oh, man. <laughs> then he that, moved out of the way, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then I get hit. I, I see <laughs> this this rat, actor Matronic, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, is that thing working? I'm like peeking at it, and it just Arrows out and just pins me right in the chest. Pins the wall. I was like, oh, damn it, man. And so then Matt Scott's behind me and Jason's behind him. Matt Scott, he, he uh, stiff arms it. So I was like, damn, I wasn't expecting that. And then this toilet just comes out of nowhere. The full stream just right in my face. Oh, damn. I mean, like, like, like water all in my mouth and my eyes. Was not ready for that. And it would have been great if I heard him saying, hey, watch out for the toilet, but I was already deaf at this point. <laughs> uh, the toilet got me. It was uh, it was quite a bit of – it was a nice stream going on. It was a Jimmy Dugan stream, if you know what I'm talking about. So, League of In the face. That toilet was straight up just letting it fly. I think, that's In the karma face, for your, I think that's karma for your toilet thing at Death Yard. Probably. Probably, but we didn't do that. My God, that thing was a straight shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that toilet. I, I I avoided it though. I knew where it was, so I avoided. I I kind of juked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you, you know, Jason makes a good point with the uh, street presence of Beast House. When you pull up to Beast House, there's no question what it is and if you don't know exactly what it is you're intrigued by what it is like what is in here i want to check this out um the parking lot guy even though it was raining he was very attentive and he was like hey you guys have fun tonight thanks for coming which i i appreciate customer service um you know leading up to the 
tickets. The lady at the ticket booth, she was very nice. Uh, she asked if we'd like to do the challenge, the drop challenge I passed. And, um, you know, she told me to, hey, you know, keep your mask on, keep your distance. Um, regulating how, I know it's very difficult, has to be very difficult. Regulate how customers are acting, especially if they're under the influence and, it just created a whole different can of worms and depending on depending on what county you were in and what city you were in it all was different um but i know that's got to be frustrating it had to be hard um you know right off the rip we walk into beast house and two of the, the better on actors that i've had the uh, pleasure of working with um were out front you know letting people in and um uh, you know, that was, that was kind of cool to see them. And then, uh, but once you got inside, it was, you know, very repetitive, very loud. Um, and a lot of air blast and things like that. But so I, like I said, I, I'm not a part of their creative team. I don't know exactly what they were planning or what they could and couldn't do because of COVID. I know COVID's a, a weird time to really like bash anything anybody's doing because like you said earlier, Jimmy, luckily they were just able to open you know, being able to open. There's a lot of people that weren't able to open, that couldn't open, you know, and I mean, I know that I was supposed to be in California, you know, doing the our car where Queen Mary and then COVID said, nope, not happening. So, um, I mean, you know, Beast House was, was Beast House, you know, and uh, they do what they do, I guess. It, it had a little bit of, um, a little bit of old school Devil's Dungeon sprinkled in there with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of Death Valley, maybe a little mm -hmm. bit of Death Row in the warehouse. So I had a little bit of um, I had an old school feel, wouldn't you say, Jason? Jimmy, wouldn't you say a kind of old school kind of feeling? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there was one part, I don't know, did y'all notice that it looked like a, a basement? It looked like it was going down to a basement. There's like a, it looked like there was like a, a kid doll. Like uh, my wife pointed it out, but... She goes, that's pretty creepy right there, but it was like a, looked like a, I don't know, uh, the steps were made out of concrete and all this, but uh, it, that was pretty spooky. I heard that it was, uh, it's actually haunted though. Well, I guess it says that outside, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know if they're, if they're blending the truth and fiction there. I mean, it is. An old building. I mean, it's one of the. I think it opened in the uh, in the fifties, fifty four. Yeah. And it was a you know a legit place where people would play. I mean, it's huge music landmark. I mean, my parents used to go there in the eighties as a place to you know as a beer joint basically with live music and you know place to to go let loose. But um, as far as it being haunted, I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot of places that are haunted. I think they 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 probably build that up to go along with their other haunt they have, Frightmare Manor in East Tennessee, they have an old house in Morristown that they kind of build that old backstory around. So I think it's just something that the owner does kind of make his haunt seem. And people, you know, they, they eat that up, man. They really, Buster Mountain Cavern Hills, we said that was a, it's on a true story. People are like, this really happened. It's like, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. People were like, oh man, this is legit. Like this legit happened up here. And, you know, if it's, if it's believable, they will believe it. And they, it helps attraction yeah that's all the haunts that i've been to y'all been to different ones so 
Well, uh, me and Erica, we got lucky and uh, we're able to make it down to Netherworld this year during the COVID uh, era. And, How was uh, that? You know what? It, ridiculous, Still as always. Awesome. Still awesome. Yep. I mean, they uh, their mandates were pretty uh, strict. They had to cut their staffing by, what, 65%? Like 65% they had to cut their staffing. Um, they had people throughout the attraction with signs that said six foot apart and they'd flip it over. It said, wear your mask. And they had these speakers like, like, you know, talking microphones, like telling you six feet apart, wear your mask, six feet apart, wear your mask. And everybody there was mic'd up outside, everybody. inside so that you could hear them over in without their masks on or yep. with their masks on. Uh, hand sanitizer stations inside the haunted house. So if you're walking through and, so many feet, there was a hand sanitizer station for you to sanitize your hands. Um, inside, outside, monsters masked up, employees masked up. Like, there was no doubt you knew there was a pandemic going on and they went above and beyond. They had, like holding stations mm -hmm. if you got there too early and like whatever. Like, yeah, time ticketing. Pens. Yeah. But it was, it was done really well as usual. I mean, for them to put on that amazing of a show a pandemic so your temperature when you yeah, in. just it was top notch as always do they incorporate the mask really well with the costume and all that oh. yeah um and then the ones that didn't it didn't like it didn't take away from you know the character you know right like, yeah so like uh <laughs> the robot <laughs> yeah the robot was my was my favorite part so oh oh lord so there was this female robot, like Android. She had like a human face and like this Android like head. She looked great and had like the suit on or whatever. This guy was sitting at the exit of the first show and he had his mask down below his mouth. Well, it was the bullshit because the show's continued yeah. through. It was no. And so this guy had his mask off and um, she comes over like towards the group and she was like, put, 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 put your mask on. And he was like, all right, my bad. And so he like, does something like half-ass puts it on, and she's like, "Over here, no, 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 is my, 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 my moron." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that was great!" She straight just called him out, like she was glitching, like she was a, you know, like an android. It was really good. Really so good. she did. She played the android well. Yeah, yes. she really did. She really did. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I would have loved to gone, but you know, we ran out of time and. Well, they're open this weekend, man. You get a, if you get a wild hair, I want to go down there this weekend. Amy, Netherworld's open this weekend. You want to go? So, so we might go. Hey, you go, man. <laughs> I'm, I might have to trigger the uh, the uh, the anima, or the android lady just to get called a moron by her. <laughs> <laughs> might get uh, my ass whooped. I don't know. Hey, hey, stop. Hey, you might. You might. They don't play around down there, man. Yeah, might get body slammed. All right, my Chewini's going nuts over there. Ah, yeah, my chat is uh, saying there's someone behind Jim Jam. <laughs> they clipped it too. Yeah, um, <laughs> we also went to Thirteen Stories, which was uh, also in the Georgia area. Uh, we were going to go to Thirteen Stories because we thought it was still in Kennesaw, which was on the yeah. way down. They had moved. I don't even remember what town they're in now. But we went there. And um, was what fifteen dollars? Yeah, fifteen dollars. And I'll leave it at this. Maybe Erica can add. If I would have paid more, I probably would have been upset. But 
we, you know, we paid 15 during a COVID, uh, you know, deal. So I'm not going to say too much else, but um, I was expecting more uh, out of that one. I will say that. I, I mean, <laughs> when you walk in and the first actor tells you all the other actors have quit, like, you can't really expect much. Oh, that oh, one guy was like, you ain't got to wear your mask. Oh, yeah. That, well, that was an outside actor told yeah. us that. And then an in, the first actor on the inside of the house says, don't worry, you're not going to get scared. Everybody who worked here quit. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is oh, okay. <laughs> so glad we drove here. Wow, um, that's insane. I've been I like, got to the end of it was pretty terrifying. The the Porta Johns are probably that was the scariest part. Those things I've seen some Porta Johns that will make you on your knees and, and pray to the Lord. But these these were something else. They did not take care of them. They did not have them serviced at all. It was pretty rough. Yeah. But uh, we no. also went to Avondale Haunted Barn. Yeah, which was really cool. It really was cool. It was. Um, more than I expected. I, you know, since it'd be a, what they call a, a boo barn, uh, it's expecting it to be a boo barn. It was not a boo barn. It was actually very well thought out, very professional. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, almost too sterile looking, like it just seemed clean. Uh, but I think that was their <laughs> style. Uh, you know, it, I was just expecting like black plastic and, you know, and yeah, it was not, it was not, it was done very well. And we went up there with the um, with the Frightworks crew. They invited us up there on our way back up from Atlanta, and uh, we got to go up there. Uh, met the owners of uh, Dead Man's Farm too. Got to kind of just talk with them just for a minute before we headed back uh, to Nashville. But we did three haunted houses uh, in two days, which was not bad. I mean, I was wore out by the time I got back home. I can imagine. Yeah, I was pretty wore out. Did uh. Um, it was um, a good year. Did I go to any more? Mm, I did. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Erica went to, went to 17th Door in California. And they, I didn't know that they were like a full contact one until after I bought my tickets. And so I was in for a ride. But they actually surprisingly did really well with COVID. Like they... They didn't actually touch you or anything like that, but like it was kind of like a extreme haunted house. And I, this is the first time I've ever left a haunted house in the middle of it. Like I've never, oh, I had wow. to leave. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't do it. But they like shock you, they shoot you with like rubber pellets. And oh, like shit. you get soaked, you're soaking wet by the time you leave. Like it's, it's a whole thing. But they were like surprisingly, like they took, very seriously and like when you got there they put you in pens with your group so that you're not interacting with other people while you're waiting in, in line and stuff and then um they have you line up they spray you down with like hand sanitizer and then they make you put gloves on that they give you that are like disposable gloves they put make you put goggles disposable goggles on um and then every like room you enter you stand up against the wall and you have your hands out in front of you so you're not touching anything and then um, every couple rooms, they'll spray more hand sanitizer, like, on your gloves, like, 
it's crazy. We were like very serious about COVID, but it was still something I couldn't finish. <laughs> Is it just because the whole sanitizing thing or just? No, um, I got to a room that involved suffocation and I had to oh. <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> I don't want to give away too much of it because there's a lot that doesn't like I guess change. Or Are you parts. sure that was a haunt or a, a BDSM club? This is a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's how they do it, in California. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you're trying to suffocate them, huh? Isn't that where Russ is from? Oh God! Oh, yeah, it is. He's from. San I was. Diego. I was almost gonna bring up his name, but then I was like, No, I'm not gonna bring that into the. I'll do it. We do. Because we did, I did not see that post this haunt season, thankfully. Yes. I did, unfortunately. I didn't you see did. it as much. Yeah, I didn't see it as much. So people are starting to only ride that wave so long, bruh. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, but we, enough about Actually, uh, we're going to do something really cool tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the Stranger Things experience in downtown LA tomorrow night. Ooh. So, interesting. Yeah, drive into experience. So we're gonna hopefully not drive into a wall or something. See, see, I don't think those drive-through experiences work very well here in Tennessee. I've heard nothing but amazing things about this one. This I just one don't is in think a parking garage. So from what I gathered, like you know the car washes in Tennessee. Have you, did you see those, Jason? Did you go to? Yeah, go I went to one. one. I think the construction's done. Like. Look like some pretty some serious legit, but uh, I don't know. I think you know Jason how it goes. Like I got me an idea. I'm gonna let people roll through my hair property. We're gonna get them on the left side and the right side. We're gonna hoot and holler on the hood. You know how that goes. And then it just doesn't. There's one in Orange County. Um, yeah, I Don't know the name of it, but I had some coworkers out here in California when I was slinging them groceries, bro. They're like, man. It was awful. <laughs> they were like, it was a money grab. And I was like, why didn't you call me? I would have told you which ones to steer away from. But have a My lot fear of is not for the haunt being good or anything. My fear is the fact that people can't, here can't drive. Well, that too. Um, and you, you, throw, you throw in drinking and scares because you know they're going to come drunk because, hey, not hey, yeah. come to the haunts or drunk, it looks like. But, you know slam the gas, hit an actor, hit a prop, don't hit the brakes, hit the <laughs> gas, throw it in reverse, hit the person behind you. And that's between 7 and 7.15. That sounds like the parking lot at the Monster Mountain. Around I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking, <laughs> man, if we did that, can you imagine somebody driving their truck over by that lake where we did the bonfires or the pond? I mean, people somebody, drove into somebody, that. Somebody did drive into that, there. remember? Oh, yeah, I remember coming down there and it's like, what's in the – what happened? Somebody drove their truck in light, and when you see the you see the pond over there, and all you see is the lights of the truck down in the water, just shining up. Yeah, Snake wow. Man called me and said, "Hey, no believe it, bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah, Snake Man! Snake Man, that dude floored it right there. Ricky, Snake Man, stepped something. Hey, we done. He took off. <laughs> jumped that pond and landed a brand new Chevy HD right in that thing. His at least he had his lights or... on. Huh? At least he had the lights on. Hey, at least he had the lights on. There you go. Easy to find when they towed that bad dude out. Uh-huh. Hey, everybody um, listening. One day we'll uh, we'll get the elusive snake man on here. We'll have to have Carol for sure to translate. 
Hey, as soon as as uh, soon as I get her back to Tennessee and, and stick there a while, see if I can get old Snake Man down, and we'll we'll do a Snake Man thing. I, it's kind of quiet and shy though, so you got to get him warmed up. It may take a minute. But, uh, but yeah, we're gonna do the Stranger Things experience tomorrow. Um, I think pretty Are, much. Do you think they'll let you record anything? We don't know. It's gonna be from inside the car, so we don't really know the um, rules. I have the rules. They were sent to me today. Oh. I just didn't read them yet. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't see how they can sit there and, and tell people not to film from inside their car. I mean, people are going to do it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, I thought that would be pretty cool. I just want to see how it is. It sounds yeah. like it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I'm not a huge Stranger Things fan, but I, I'm all about seeing how different experiences and things like that and, and see how things are done. I'm all about that too. So um, we'll yeah. see. Um, Oh yeah, that's awesome that they're actually uh, still doing stuff there. And that's going to run through the spring too. No, I think it's through December. They opened it um, October twenty eighth. So I, I think uh, it, I don't know where I, I may have dreamed that. But, um, I think you dreamed it. Maybe I dreamed it. But if it goes well, I'd be surprised if they continue it because that's how they was. The Joker is all about making money. <laughs> um, I, I don't know from. From being working with a haunt this year, uh, I was able to work with Frightworks in Knoxville, help them do some set work, left them before the season. Um, so from what I heard from them, the COVID regulations went over very well. Did a, uh, I don't really know if uh, last I heard from him, uh, they were doing busier numbers. I know Doug was doing more numbers. Uh, a lot of haunted house people that I've talked to across the country were doing better numbers. Yeah. Um, Obviously, with time ticketing, which if you didn't do time ticketing this year, you missed out because this was your opportunity to start implementing that because uh, of COVID. And I think that people realize with time ticketing, it makes crowds a lot easier to manage. Yeah. And I know in Netherworld, we went to time ticketing and, you know, it was, it was done very well. You know, if you showed up early, sorry, you're over here. Yeah. You showed up this time slot, you're over here. Like they had different points for you to, you know, for people that, yeah, if you were 15 minutes early, yeah. if you were 30, yeah. So, so would you say time ticketing uh, killed the uh, Congo line? At well, I don't – depends. So it really depends on the layout of your show. Like Congo lines necessarily aren't because you're busy or because of this or that. It could be an actor that's stopping them, telling, stilling in their way or making sure that they say this entire script that you told them that you wanted to read, but you weren't specifically and telling them, Hey, you don't have to read the whole paragraph. <laughs> uh, you know, um, so there's different reasons for conga lines, right? Um, but when it comes to the way your show runs, you can manage it easier when you're only doing a few thousand people compared to doing five, 6,000 people all at one time. And then usually those people show up right seven and eight o'clock. You're like, and then you have to, those people filtered through in a short amount of time. So time ticketing is going to help. And yeah. I think if you've never done it before, this was your first taste of it during COVID. And I mean, even the movie theaters before they shut down, you had to have, all right, we're going to sit here, 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 and here. And I hated that at first because you couldn't just live, you know, go to the movies and go, Hey, I'm going to ticket meet us at the movies. You had to go, all right, who's going to the movies it makes people more accountable. And I love accountability. <laughs> and um, if it makes you know the customers more accountable, they have to show up at this time. And the big picture, their show is going to be 
your show is going to be way better for them because they can experience it a lot better. Um, so with that, um, what I was getting at is haunts numbers were up that were open. Um, and if they weren't up, they weren't, you know, they weren't necessarily down. I haven't heard anybody that said they had a down year. Um, and some haunted houses I think were busier than they really thought they were going to be. And, um, I think, I think everybody them, wanted an escape. I, I guaranteed. And, you know, the last, uh, election year, 2016 was a huge year at nightmare. That's the last year that I was fully at nightmare. And that, remember that year lines were just crouching in on me and I, I couldn't even put my hands up. I was pointing people like this, like where to go. Cause there were so many people. And that was an election year. An election year, it used to be people were scared to spend money. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I wonder if haunts could have gone in a couple more uh, weekends with the way things are going with all this craziness. <laughs> people would probably be like, yeah, I'm tired of hearing I, this. I mean, I don't know. I, I know if I was an actor at one of the shows, like you know, Nightmare having been open, what, 30-something days, I, I'd probably be wore out, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, that's I true. Mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of days to be be rocking and rolling and no, especially you know most that. of them most of them probably that's not even a full time job for them that's just their part time job yeah and you got to work a full time job too so that's hard on a lot of people that's um, seven days a week working I mean not every haunted house is like a horror night so they can have you know two staffs per show work an hour off an hour work an hour off an hour however where they do it. That was insane. I, I'm glad that I got to see that because when we was walking through uh, Halloween Horror Nights that year, I noticed every, they all had robes on and someone yeah. would, and they had two. They're like, man, it must be nice to be able to have that many actors. Yeah, I mean, you know, Orlando is a, a huge honey hole for that kind of stuff. Kind of like L.A. Everybody wants to be. Well, what's your what, what does he say in uh, Pretty Woman? What's your uh, how does he say? I, guy yelling in the street he's like what's your uh, what's your dream or something like that anyway huh. everybody comes to play to be a star and unfortunately for nashville everybody wants to play music they don't want to be a, uh, an actor necessarily so oh well oh, if you have a haunt that's uh got seen maybe <laughs> <laughs> I remember hey, why haven't Speaking you done a haunt and had the old uh elvis in it what's that Incorporate Elvis into a haunt. Oh God! You I bet Matt Scott would like to do that. What do you think, Jason? Oh, I'm sure he would. He, I'm surprised <laughs> you don't want to do it. You're the Elvis oh, impersonator. Man. You're the professional oh, oh. Elvis impersonator. See, I, a lot of people don't know this. I'm not a fan of Elvis. I went for that audition as a as a joke. I ended up walking away with the part. So that's how life happens. I was, I only reason I started to watch that show is because you was in it, and I actually <laughs> and I actually enjoyed the show. It was a funny show. A lot of Nashville talent uh, was in that show. I'm not one of them, but Nashville. A lot of there is a lot of talent in Nashville, and they were in that show. And I, I really appreciate when when uh, movies and shows do that. They come and source it local. And a lot of that stuff was other people too, but they use a lot of local talent for that show, and that's good. Really good. I wish. Did you get to meet old? Did you get to meet old Billy Ray? Yeah, he was in the makeup chair next to me that that day. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. If uh, I'll have to find this picture, but I used to be a huge Billy Ray fan. Oh yeah, a kid. I had a little a pigtail. That mullet man. Yeah. yeah. I could. I didn't grow a, mu a mullet, but I had a little pigtail, and uh, 
I had my hair combed back. I had hair at once, but uh, had LA gear light ups on. Oh man, you were rocking it, dude! If I can find a picture, I'll send it to you because please do, please. Do. I had a little guitar I got for uh, my birthday one year. Didn't get oh, to I'm meet sorry. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton was there, uh, but he was call time was till way later, so I didn't get to meet Wayne Newton. But oh, that'd been pretty cool. Yeah. But Jason, uh, did you go to any more hunts? Or which all ones did you go to? Oh, the only one other one that was on my that we went to was uh, Slaughterhouse. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Did we talk about that last podcast? I think yeah, we, we talked about, about that. One. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Slaughterhouse was the last one on my list, and then I took my little girl through the uh, haunted car wash in uh, Nolensville, or uh, yeah, was it Nolensville? Yeah, over there by the airport. I think you did a video of it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I recorded the whole thing. Unfortunately, when I got in, this is another reason why I'm afraid of it. I get in there, and you know, you put your car in neutral. I put my car in reverse. So Ew. I'm like going back. And I'm thought, so you're, you're one of those we're worried about. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, man. You're like, like I'm well, saying yeah. this because it was me. <laughs> it was me. So, yeah, I ended up going backwards. Beetlejuice was coming at me, and I thought I was in neutral, and I was actually in reverse, so I'm, like, going backwards out of the thing. Luckily, nobody was behind me. But Oh, my goodness. Know. And then when I get out, they're, like, banging on the front of the car, and I end up running over one of their, uh, their uh, cones that they had set up outside because evidently they, they said it to get you – they said it to get <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you got a friend. Oh, yeah, she's – She's she's one in love. Uh, <laughs> they said it because they um, want you to follow that way out to the road. <laughs> Unfortunately, they made the lane too small. I guess I was one of the first cars through that night, so the lane was extremely small. And it didn't help that I had people banging on my car and you know distracting me, and I ended up running over one. And I was like, did I run over one of the actors or something? Because they were like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> they were out there like tugging at something underneath my car and i'm like what if you <laughs> did run over somebody i mean that's oh. uh, again that's what i'm saying you know that kind of worries me and that was at a car wash where they you know for the most part you're on a little track that's taking you it's like a people mover it's been a weird year people got creative i always love people being creative i hate when people bash ideas right off the rip because i've had plenty of those ideas that people thought were crazy um, also, if you have a, an idea, make sure that it's safe and not just some money grab. I'm not a fan of money grabs. And I saw a few of those this year, which is sad. Um, and had a few people reach out to me saying that people were like, hey, you can be a part of this, but if we get people, we'll pay you. But if we don't, you're just working for yeah. free. And that's not cool. Um, shame on that sounds, them. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that happens, man. Um, so I think some people out there were taking advantage of the COVID and knowing that other people couldn't open. They're like, oh, but so-and-so can't open, so I'm going to open this up and just get all that money. And then, dip, you know, and that's not cool. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I, I don't believe any haunt actor, unless you're doing like a charity haunt or something like that. No for-profit haunt should be pulling out actors or not paying their actors. I'm, I'm yeah. just – that's just something deep inside of me that if you're making a profit, you need to be able to split the profit up with the uh, people that are actually doing a, someone to work for you out there. You may be the head person in charge, but you couldn't do it without them. So they need a little kickback in pizza and uh, it's not payment in my book. Yeah. I remember 
Monster Mountain used to be, you got prize money at the end of the night if you were the scariest. I think like first, second, and third. You got pizza and then Fago. Um, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, we um, it was a uh, was at that time though. That, that's kind of what haunted houses was, you know. But Monster Mountain evolved, and as as you evolve, you know, take care of your people, which a lot of people do. But there's just some bad apples in there, and that happens. It's across it's across the board. So yeah. uh, people that give the haunted industry a black eye, it's not good. I'm, we're constantly having to tell people we're not what you think we are. We're not devil worshippers. We're not going to ruin your building. You know, and I, it's just the craziest thing that I that we hear, which is a part of it. You have to keep battling. The one thing that you were saying though about COVID uh, during haunt season is the time ticketing. You think they'll incorporate it more, uh, start doing that more often because they see how well it went. I I think they should. I mean, if you're we always had this dream, and I say we is uh, me and this other guy I uh, I used to do haunts with. We used to talk about how easy it would be if we knew we were going to have this many people this night, this many people that night. We knew how many people were going to come. It'd be so easy to, to, to process them. Instead, people just want to all come in, you know, the two Saturdays before Halloween or the Saturday before Halloween and get all pissy like, I waited three hours. This was awful. You can fix that, right? So make it like a concert. So, you know, think about it's 19... 19- 82 ACDC comes into Nashville they sell out like that well guess what we've added a second night Saturday ACDC boom it sells out alright dude the popular man we got a third night boom it sells out well after three nights they're probably like dude we got a dip At haunted houses if you got a really good haunt really good show people want to see it well you could do tickets that way and that's how you people to show up on a, a less busy night well we can go on a thursday it's not as busy or a sunday and that's how you can get people to show up on the you start evening it out that way with time ticketing it benefits you as a customer and you as a as the show owner yeah. i think there is a double-edged uh, sword with uh, time ticketing and that's if you don't follow it you're going to anger your your, attend, well, your attendees. You that's, that's too. That happened at Netherworld. People would show up and they were saying, you know, people would show up and they're like, listen, this is the deal. Uh, you give yourself a little wiggle room. You can't sit there and max yourself out and go, well, I can sell X amount of tickets. I'm going to make sure I can sell that X amount of tickets. Give yourself wiggle room because there are going to be people that don't, uh, they just don't pay attention. <laughs> they, go through life acting like it's it's their show and their way or the highway and that's just how people sometimes they are that's how they're raised that's how they've always been so leave yourself some wiggle room because those are going to happen or some people go hey i thought i hit the 10 o'clock slot or accidentally hit the seven o'clock slot whatever so you know there is growing pains for sure with time ticketing and i think this would have been the good year to get those the seed planted um but if you didn't, no big deal. You can always still start next year and just say, hey, it's the way it's going to be, you know? Um, the time ticketing about the, uh, like when you're saying sold out, I think that can kind of help too. Like, oh, shit, sold out? Hell, they're selling out so many times. It must be a good show. 
yeah. I think that would help that too. Uh, I think a lot of that is a marketing. Yeah. Uh, marketing like we are sold out. We are almost sold out. <laughs> and they got 152 tickets left. Yeah, the zombie apocalypse, they did that a lot. Like, your tickets are running low. Low ticket alert. Low ticket alert. And I'm like, wow, everybody that's doing an apocalypse show has a low ticket alert? That's funny. You posted it at the same time. But, yeah, I mean, it does make it seem uh, you know, like a show that people are wanting to go see. I know, um, is it Fear Factory in Salt Lake? Yeah. Factory would do each time slot. It would show which time slot was sold out. So oh, I had like yeah. a slash of the time slot, Every like night. six, six thirty sold out, seven o'clock sold out, but like eight thirty, nine o'clock. They would constantly keep updating it, which is another thing too. Like update your socials when stuff like that's happening. You know, if it's raining or if you got low tickets, like hey, we're running low. Uh, kind of keep people updated, like you know, up to the minute type deal something else i mean people are constantly the socials man that's where it's at people are constantly checking those and look at some people that call the 1-800 hotlines and all that too but hey uh if y'all are into it uh got new haunt order shirts i still got mine man i should have wore mine tonight but oh still got well, it was on the table i threw it on it's perfect uh but yeah you can get that i'll put that in the link below uh yeah I also want to go ahead and give a little plug for this Tennessee Horror yes. News Whispers in the Walls book. You can get that now. It's eight original ghost stories by some uh, awesome writers. Uh, yeah, so pretty proud of that. You know, that was what seven, eight months in the making or longer. But uh, it actually awesome. was accomplished. Congratulations on that. I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, well, uh, thank you. Uh, Eric and Carol and Jason for uh, coming on tonight. Uh, this was, as always, a lot of fun. Maybe one day we can all get together in person and do one of these. And uh, It's, it's going to happen soon, man. It's going to happen soon. I know uh, there's one more thing I'd like to say. Uh, we didn't get a chance to, to see it before it closed. We kind of got in late. Our buddy Zach Bussey down in Phoenix, he has Fear Farm. Uh, he just did their final year at that location. And, um, you know, anyway, good luck to him. And, uh, he's a good dude. If you're ever in the Phoenix area and ever been to fear farm, you know what I'm talking about. It's a legit show. We just didn't get to see it. Um, he's a good dude. He's a good friend of mine. Phoenix peeps from my time down there, but a shout out to him and, uh, congrats to everybody that was able to open this year. Hopefully it was a success for everybody. Can't wait to see what next year has in store. I know Erica can't either. Um, we're excited. So, appreciate you having us on, Jimmy. Yep. Hell yeah. So, uh, here's to 2021 haunt season. It's gonna, hopefully going to be awesome. Or er, awesomer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it has. Well, hey, you got we got Christmas haunt shows. Hopefully, if uh, if everything stays open, you know, there's going to be some haunted Christmas shows coming up. So. I know tomorrow, uh, was it Nightmare? Um who us beast house here in uh, middle tennessee are doing a friday the 13th show so i don't know who else is but so they're doing that you know uh yeah I, i'm thinking i'm pretty i wouldn't doubt they would they would do it i, I don't know though things could change i mean uh, i think i just saw before we got on here chicago 
just in uh, in place of stay at home order. Um, oh, oh damn! Yeah, so it's it's getting really bad again. So luckily this time, you know, doctors are saying they have an idea how to treat it, not like what the hell is this, but uh, it's still it's still there. You know, it's still a problem. So with flu season hitting us too. It's not a good combo. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes smooth and everybody stays healthy. Oh, yeah. Everybody stay healthy for sure. All right. Until the next time, uh, hopefully uh, we'll be back soon with uh, another haunt owner. Um, All right, man. Jim Jam, Jason, see you, buddy. Adios. See you. Yeah.